Viewers are advised that the following program contains drug use, coarse language and sexual references which may offend some viewers. God, man, what is wrong with you? It's literally finally grabbed you with both hands and shaking whatever tiny piece of common sense you had left completely out of your body. Oh, what a pity! Uh, and they're unresearched about... That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! Geelong? What happened there? What happened there? Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think football has changed a lot over the last 10 or 20 years as far as physical contact goes. Everybody went for goal. Stardom keeps it back in. Did that really well. And Lingle kick a goal. Oh, oh, he's kicked it. Oh, oh, that just about breaks the record. Keeps it in play. Goes down the line. Up towards Cox. Couldn't complete the mark. Mark goes there for the assist. Gives it off to Jesse White. And he misses. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 41 of Ida Kick That. I am Joel Pierce. And I am Alessio Carducci. What a beautiful, beautiful weekend of footy it was, Joel. Oh, wasn't it great? Oh yeah, it was fantastic. It was the best weekend of football I've ever seen. I had so much fun. Oh, you should have, because there Why? was fantastic games the whole weekend. Um, there was that game on the Thursday that was really good, actually, because you know that tight could have gone both ways. You know, I felt like there was a there was a um a victor who earned their position. You know what I mean? Then there was the next game, and you had like, boy, you had these you had these young kids, and they and they put some respect on the on the paddle pop line. You know what I mean? They fucking they grabbed the line of all of old. They they fucking. Put some respect on his name, you know? And then there's fucking other game where these... um That game was shit, actually. Fuck that St. Kilda game was trash. And then there was that... Hot take, hot take. Beautiful game, yeah. So come on, Joel. Nothing to complain about. Come on. Great game. Great weekend. Tom fucking Hawkins missed the fucking goal six times. Six. He kicked one of them out on the full. That's how you get a common medals, mate. You gotta, you gotta make those. You gotta earn those chances. Fuck. When you earn those chances, well, you you get enough, and then Joel Selwood's gonna have to back. tape his fucking hand together. I just saw a picture of Patrick Dangerfield's brains trying to escape out the front of the fucking scar on the front of his head from shirt front and that cunt. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a resurgent Collingwood to fucking play. Oh yeah, finals are great. Fuck. Beat Richmond. They can't beat. They can't. You know. I know Geelong will be too strong defensively for Port oh, Adelaide. Yeah. They both got up. That's what makes football when the underdog gets up and knocks over. What the a, is there always what so much hugging after elimination finals and qualifying game. finals? It was a who oh, hugged it more? Was who hugged more? <laughs> who did the most hugging? This is how they start three sixty. Oh. Probably the lines, you know, there was just so much love going around and pride and in, you know, in, in a job well done and knocking off like reigning premier. Like, I mean, imagine it. McLovage. Brisbane's the team that halt. Yeah, but imagine it. Like, Brisbane's the team that halted the Richmond dynasty. You know what I mean? Like, Brisbane's like, it oh, wasn't for Brisbane. This Richmond dynasty shit. Bro, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm looking for fucking news articles for this thing today. And there's an article, oh, how Richmond losing can fucking improve their dynasty. They lost. Stop talking about how fucking great they are. Jesus fucking Christ, it's terrible. Actually, I actually I've got a live report from the uh, Richmond bandwagon. Hello, Joel. Well, now it's Richmond bandwagon. 
building up as it was before, but just be assured, as long as they win on against St. Kilda on the weekend or Friday, um, they'll have the momentum back and uh, plenty more people will hop on the fucking bandwagon. It'll, it'll be back. It'll be back on track. Back on track. A little bit of a bumpy ride, but back on track. Thanks for that. Thank you. Thank you for that special report. Yeah, uh, live from the Richmond bandwagon, which I heard is uh, somewhere out in the Tuller Marine with only one fucking wheel. <laughs> Out near near that oh. house fire that is the Essendon Football Club. As you can see, if you're watching live, <laughs> fucking hell. Every, le- people are leaving that club like like rats from a ship. Saad yeah, is taking uh, the same money to go to Carlton. When you when you want it, when players yeah. would rather go to fucking Carlton, you know something's wrong with your football club. Carlton has uh, Eddie Betts. Essendon has... Oh, how could I forget Wholesome Eddie? Who? Who the fuck does Essendon have? Well, who, no who one soon. Apparently everyone's leaving. Uh, Tip and everyone's Woody. leaving, mate. Tip and Woody, is he leaving? I don't know. He's getting fat, bro. We'll take him. Geelong will have him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, come on. I'm loving the um the Essendon the Essendon rebuild. It's um it's pretty cool. Like they're rebuilding the club like an insurance job. They're just setting the whole fucking <laughs> place on fire. <laughs> The best thing they could do is set the fucking place on fire. They really that that'd be it. Insurance job, Jewish lightning. Yep, that, honestly, just straight up, just fucking do it like that. Just do it like that. You got, you have what do you call it? You got Sards leaving for Carlton. I mean, who knows? That's a bit of a um, cultural heritage or cultural wogatage. Maybe he's just going for a homecoming or a wog coming. You know, who yeah. knows what he's doing? But uh. Uh, Dan O'Hur leaving, that one's got to sting. Yep, that's really got to sting. <laughs> because haven't you got the, what do you call it? Like um, on 360, they had this, um, talking about Jack Vine, because Jack Vine, apparently Cats went in and tried to get Jack Viney out of Melbourne. Yeah. And then, what do you call it? Demons gave Viney a five-year contract, so he'll be getting paid a lot of money for him and his giant head till fucking, the till he's 31. And then on 360, Mark Robinson's talking about it and he's like, oh, well, you know, you could never, you, know, you could never see him leaving like heritage name, uh, could, could be a captain of the club if he wanted to, uh, Australian, you could, you could never see that guy leaving. They'd never let that guy leave. It's no. like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just left and he ticks all those boxes. <laughs> <laughs> He just left the fucking club. <laughs> they didn't. I don't know. Nobody saw it. I feel like I'm the only person who fucking saw it. But Essendon made him do this weird KO interview where he talked about how much he loved the club. That's and they just dropped it on, and it's there. It's this weird interview that I, I looked. I clicked on it. Went like it's fucking. It's like they made him talk about when he was a kid going yeah. to Essendon Football Club and how much it means to him and yada yada. And it's like why. Yeah, they almost have known he was leaving. Yeah, it was like a, a, a strong arm tactic. Like yeah, they, like, they got to his manager and he was like, "You have to do this." Worse is- than the fucking Nat Fife interview in the friggin' Ben Cousins documentary. <laughs> it did. Fun. Oh, I love it. It's just so stupid. And then um, what? Orazio Bandera. He's leaving. He's, he's gone. Out. Like he's gone. He's gone. Port Adelaide. Um, they even had some no name. I don't even know who he was. He was just the most fucking like bland private school looking football I've ever seen. Just blonde, thin and going, 
I'm going to another club. It's like, even those people are like, <laughs> fuck Essendon. Like, even those useless cunts that you don't fucking wish upon your fucking worst, uh, your most hated football team, they're fucking even jumping ship. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to apparently do, um, you know how they got those, uh, Amazon is doing those reality, those like documentary series, those doco series on different yeah. football clubs? Yeah, they actually, um, they're doing one on, um, on Essendon. Oh, really? And they're going to turn it into more of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not going with, like, the serious tone. This one's called, I'm a bomber, get me out of here. And instead of the jungle, it's just Windy Hill. <laughs> oh, poor, 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 long-suffering. Yes, is in sports. Doco series would be more like true crime. It's like, <laughs> and it just cuts, keeps cutting to this guy, Mark, with like a little black thing over his eyes. They used to call me Bomber. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel, I feel like the Essendon Football Club, like they get the... They get the, the, the that championship music that our friend uh, made, but they, they kind of really deserve. Oh, my name's James Heard. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to do a fucking, like Channel 7 or someone's going to do a massive documentary on them. When they're running out of cash and they got to do something to publicize their comeback, they're going to do one giant Asada doco movie thing. Yeah, definitely. They'll do one giant oh, yeah. fucking thing. And if they honestly, if they want to fucking shove James Hurd in there, like they fucking obviously do, because they get what well, he's still running a podcast on yeah. their website. Like they want to put him in. Over they five nights on Channel yeah. 7. Yeah. Yeah, they'll do Yeah, it'll be like, yeah. They'll yeah. do it. They'll do it in like three years when they've rebuilt. Oh, the worst part about the Saad one, though. This is the last. This is the last thing I got on it. Whereas the um, Jared Whiteley on three hundred and sixty says, "It was this. The way he put it was so rough." When he goes, "The thing is that they have to realize is that Sard is someone that they pitch the dream to, and yeah. then three years down the track, he believes that the dream does not exist." <laughs> <laughs> It's so savage. Dream over. What do you call it? He's in there. He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Oh, <laughs> Terrible. They're, pitching, they're trying to get fucking Bashir Hooli back to the club. <laughs> like, no. He just. <laughs> that's like, that's like you fucking, um, getting Bashir Hooli into a place sad is like if your daughter lost her puppies and you're like, don't worry, don't worry. We'll get you another Maltese cross from the pound that's just uh-huh. this beaten up dog with a couple of years left to live. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a you know sad, what? sad story. It is a sad, sad story. Let's talk about the bounce. Alright, 
should we get rid of the bounce? So they just throw the fucking ball up. Because you can't fuck up yeah, throwing throw the, the ball, up. ball up. You can't fuck that up. Yeah, just throw the fucking ball up. Throw it up. I don't give a fuck. I throw it up in the NBA. It was played on a Friday. Didn't didn't old cunts get upset when it was fucking played on a Friday? Oh, Jesus. Well, even in it our comments, even, even in our comments, people were like fucking, stop changing the game. Like, I thought someone would definitely make a joke about the fact that it was a female umpire and boobs, but no. Fans, once again, proving they're they high-class individuals and only want to talk about the rules of this <laughs> game we call Australian rules football. Yeah, they're like just proud conservatives as opposed to just being like just smutty cunts. Disgusting I mean, It's always savages. one of the two, isn't it, with football fans? It is. So <laughs> I, I, I never know what to expect. <laughs> but yeah, just throw the ball uh, up. It's not, even a, it's not even an argument or a yeah. conversation to have. Um, this is one of those fucking boring trade week type conversations that you have. But the real problem is Razor Ray. And I have problems with fucking Razor Ray that go back years. Fuck Razor Ray. Just make that cunt retire. He's the only one that fucks it up all the time. Fuck him off. Get rid of him. Retire, Ray. Retire, Razor Ray. Sack Ray. Hey. There we go. He's another one on the oh, yeah? fucking pile. Sack Ray. Oh, yeah? Sack Shaw, Sack think, Ray. Think, come on. Sack Teague. I think, I think, I think you're prematurely chucking Ray on the, on the umpire second list. Sack. I mean, I think you're just being a bit of a, a, bit of a scorned lover, aren't you? Yeah, fuck just that cunt. there. Need someone to blame. Fucking Hawkins can't kick, bro. I mean, <laughs> six fucking shots. <laughs> six. <laughs> Fuck me. And Stephen Motlop ate our fucking lunch all night long. Like, it's this ex-player shit with Geelong. I've got a theory. Like, if they put Varco in the team this week, I'm fucking. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Because every time a Geelong <laughs> player comes up against us in a final, apparently they get superhuman fucking powers. <sighs> Fucking bullshit. And if Tom Hawkins misses his first shot at goal, they should fucking hang him from the fucking goalpost. As a fucking... At this point at this point of the pod, it'd be really cool if you could put in something from, like, after he won the Coleman, and you're just like, that's how you do it. He's a gun. He's the greatest player. Well, see, I said, I said a couple of weeks ago, you could murder his family after winning the Coleman. You're still the Coleman medalist. Well, it turns out, if you miss six fucking shots at goal, I don't give a fuck if you're the Coleman medalist. <laughs> You know what? Like, oh, we've got um, we've got a comment from uh, Doctor Jimmy in the section. You know, oh, Doctor Jimmy with me. That's someone who um, yeah, recurringly disapproves of my commentary because I think it's uh quite clearly anti uh, Collingwood. But you know, honestly, Mason Cox is a better full forward than Tom Hawkins. Oh fuck week. off, cunt! <laughs> 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 oh, fucking hot take, hot take, hot take. Fuck you. Someone get me Buckley's doctor's number because he fixed his erectile dysfunction. Oh, he's got one he's fucking not... giant cock, bruh. You're not the only person that's fucking said that uh, there's a better full forward out there than Hawkins. Tony Liberatore called in to SEN this week and lost his fucking mind. Have a listen. Well, Western Bulldogs champ Tony Liberatore has launched a passionate defence of the club after they were knocked out of the finals by the Saints. The 1990 Brownlow medalist... They weren't really knocked. They were kind of nudged out of the finals by the Saints. I just think we're one or two plays short. And then you sort of... I mean, I look at this. How can you... So is Aaron Norton nothing? Is Tim English nothing? Aaron Norton... Oh, give me Aaron Norton any day over Tom Hawkins right here. Oh, for fuck's sake! Even Libba! Libba's like, fuck Tom Hawkins. I can't, can't kick. Give me this dude. I don't even know this dude's name. 
right now. Must hate, must hate his son. He must. Just wants him to kick down the throat of. <laughs> just wants him to kick down the throat of cunts who can't fucking mark a ball. <laughs> Libba's, little Libba's definitely already in Bali, bro. Oh, yeah. Someone's have a look at their, their finals. Are you talk about finals. Aaron Norton's game, he, he just come off from a broken cheekbone and he's had a really good last quarter. We took three big pack marks and nearly won the game for us. Took him a while to get going. Tom Hawkins hasn't had a... He, he's kicked five behinds and was beaten by a player who was, um, who was um, let go of another cut from Gold Coast. What's this fucking... Tom Hawkins bashing that's happening on this episode. I helped make this episode. I don't understand how I'm getting... Uh... And he's done an amazing job going to, going to Port Adelaide. So... Yep. I, I just I, I just think your comments are flawed like yesterday and, and I don't listen to your radio station, but... Um, <laughs> I'll take that, Jerry. <laughs> mate of mine rang me and I thought, nah, I, uh, I believe strongly in this and I've never rang you up before and, and mentioned this. First time caller, never listened. <laughs> And I thought, no, I think... What's, um, what's he talking about when he says, like, oh, he had a plate in his face and he had a great game. Being disabled doesn't earn your points, all right? You're either <laughs> fucking there or you're not. I don't care if you're fucking... Jonathan Brown got hit by a car, got hit by a bike, got hit by a bus, had, what do you call it, had his head fucking reconstructed, had CTE removed and then put back in to keep the continuity of his head <laughs> fucking in the end of his career. doesn't mean he was playing well, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Some special plan for the start of the show, but Libba went off on Jared. Uh, Robbo brought it up. This, uh, did you hear this today on radio, Jared? <laughs> I just want to tell you, but it, uh, it's not even worth playing. Basically, Jared just swatted him away by saying, "Well, if you don't listen to the show, how can you say you know what the argument was about?" Your mate called you and said, "Oh, fucking Jared." Ragging out the dogs, you should get stuck into him, Tony. You and Doug Hawkins should go around and bash him. <laughs> you said something before. You were like, what do you call it? That, what, St. Kilda, like, nudged Bulldogs out of the finals. Yeah, they didn't... They didn't it wasn't a fucking triumphant bashing. It was, it was an all-round shit affair. Yeah. I just want to get this out of the way, because I don't think I'll get another chance to say it in the episode. That game was shit. Yep. Fuck everyone going like, the magical finals. I was watching that game. The fucking three-quarter time was over, and you had one team charge it back in to fucking try and win. It's like, oh, wow, this game has become a contest because one side is performing so poorly. Yeah. And it's only and they only required that because the other team was doing it too. You can't have a game where you've got two dickheads Fucking two groups of fuckwits that play so shit that it fucking seesaws, and then at the end be like, it's a good game. It was a fucking yeah, shit that. game. No one to fucking watch the whole thing. It was well, not fucking entertaining. It was about the only thing we were right about last week when we were predicting what was going to happen with the finals. Was that it, it was, was going to be that? Come on, when yeah. you're watching that game, happy to did, be here. Did cup. either of them look like they're going to do anything? They they look like true elimination final contestants. One of four. A of shit one of four. Yeah, one four. Fucking, they're going one four. They look like a couple of eighth placed fucking. I don't know what to say at the end yeah. of that. But anyway, you know what I'm just trying to say, they both look like they finished eighth. We got it, it like wrong. Eighth versus ninth. We got the the final shit wrong. Granted, but we didn't get as wrong as this guy. As you said, they travel well, Bill. But Cornsy, they've won seven from seven this year. The Eagles in Perth, so it's going to be a tough uh, one to to overpower the Eagles over on, on their home deck. Yeah, I might use TJ's line and say Collingwood are going to make up the numbers in this one. They're not winning this game. 
Okay. Oh, right. Mm. Sorry, what, what was that? What, he said that Colin, uh, they're making up Colin the numbers. Colin would have made up the numbers. That one's listening to the case. Mitch really talks at inappropriate times, doesn't he? <laughs> you, no, are you seriously... Hang on, let's just get this right. Collingwood is there to make up the numbers. Unfortunately for them, though, just the travel, the quarantine, West Coast, the record in Perth is, is too much for them to overcome. As much as I've admired what the Pies have done this year, they're not winning this game. Oh. Kane Cornstradamus. We said the same things, but we're not former best and fairest premiership winning um, self-proclaimed football experts. Correct. So I feel like uh, I feel like we can uh, kind of get the get the pass on. Yeah, exactly. The pass on this. So here he is. Here he is. Only a couple of days later. Damn, you, you oh. haven't won the premiership yet. Eddie's texting me. Jeremy Howe's tweeting. The footy club's tweeting me. Relax. There's three games to go before you win it. So just settle down. I got it wrong, but stop celebrating like you've won the premiership. There's still a long oh. way to go in this season. Gee, I tell you what, you've certainly changed your tune overnight, Kane, because uh, I was in on that text that Eddie sent you, and he tagged me in it. Uh, I don't think you're as cocky as you uh, are now. No, I just said congratulations, Eddie. I'm an idiot. Uh, That's enough. <laughs> Big flex by TJ. I was in the private chat with Eddie. Oh, yeah. I work at Channel 9. <laughs> My name's not Chompers anymore. They call me TJ. Yeah. <laughs> Side note: That show is that show is like ninety percent. Ha! You're a nerd. Yeah. Big teeth. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> to be fair, it's kind of always been that. All it's missing is the handball competition. Bring that back, and I'll be happy. Yeah, bring that back. This time they just fucking um try to handball the t- like it's, like get one giant cutout of TJ's head spinning, and then they got a handball through his teeth. Through his teeth. Perfect. That's like, That's one yeah, of those ones like the gun where you shoot the, the clown's teeth, and then. Was, the more of Chompers' yeah, teeth you can knock you, out, yeah, yeah, the more yeah. of Chompers' teeth you can knock out, the more money you win for your charity. I fucking someone send that to Channel Nine and there's the go on the air. The one thing I love about the Kane Corns thing yeah. is that then he fucking goes on um, Footy Classified later, and then he goes on Footy Classified and he starts complaining, and he's like, "Oh, I don't get because he's still getting a day later, he's still getting more and more fucking tweets, and he's getting more and more shit. People keep going up like, you're a fuckwit, because he all the yeah. memes were made." On the day, it was like the main one was, oh, Colin was just making up the numbers here. Then they played the Curb Your Enthusiasm music. All the players going, yeah, we want you to make up the numbers. They were getting slammed uh-huh. by everybody. Charlie Cameron, after they fucking beat um, Richmond, he said like, oh, yeah, we're really keeping an eye out for who um, on the winner of um, Cats and Eagles. He said that on Friday. Like, yeah. Everybody was shitting on him. Yep. Players were shitting on him just after they win. They're like, look, this is a really good moment for me, but... Personally, I would like to take one deer Collingwood as well. Everyone's fucking just shitting on him. And then they're all going, we've got to fucking take this aggression out on somebody. And they just start hammering Kane Corns and Kane Corns. Like, well, I don't know why they're saying this to me. And it's because like, you're fucking piling on all the pressure, cunt. You fucking did a week-long parade of calling them shit. <laughs> calling a bunch of professionals. Amateurs just going, like, they're no chance. They're fucked. And then the worst part is, why don't you just stick to it? Chances yeah. are they're out this week. Just go like, fuck it. Yeah, you're still making up numbers. If St. Kilda's making up the numbers. If you're in St. the finals. St. going to win the flag. Technically, everybody's making up the numbers because that's how the finals work. Uh, don't fucking don't play it out like that. Bulldogs making up the numbers. They were never winning it. Never no. winning it. Uh, fucking St. Tigers Kilda's making up the numbers. It. All right, now we're getting ahead of it. I only can say that because there was a team out of um, Brisbane Town 
that uh, right. they they they're the pride of Brisbane Town, and um, they wear the maroon, blue, and gold, and then they um they kick, kick the fuck out of them. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> but, like come on, Saints ain't fucking winning. No, Saints is shit. Yep. Saints are fucking a bunch of fucking octogenarians running around trying to fucking delay death, but it's like, come on, they're going to have to do a North Melbourne rebuild in a couple of years too. They've got no good youth. That's fucking shambles of fucking shithole. Then you got fucking um, Bulldogs were never winning it. West Coast, West Coast could have won it. West Coast could have won it if they'd won and they would have won. It's not this amazing victory. It was a good victory. It was one of the best finals. With it's not like yeah, they fucking they gang bashed. They gang bashed and wore Nick Nat out. Like that. That was that was smart and rested Grundy. Like I couldn't nah, figure out Nick why Nat Grundy was resting so much, but they did. They did wear him out. Come on, if I if I gave you like two like if I gave you two dollar odds right at the end when McGovern gets the ball in the Collingwood game, and I said the thirty seconds, like all I got to do is score a point, go to extra time. Next time I'll probably win. You would have taken it. Everyone would have taken it. If I said, two bucks, you get two bucks. You're fucking, they're just going to make this one smooth wing to wing play. Yeah. I I thought it was going to extra time. I thought it was going to extra time. Yeah. I thought it was going to extra time too. I was hyped. And when fucking Adams bumped him off, I was like, oh, fuck that. People don't talk about the start of the game though. Alessio, this bit. And played on from half back. Don't see that paid a lot these days. Oh, it goes. He's tearing it apart, mate. Have a look at that. For three straight goals, Mason Cox delivers. Three straight, mate. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, was, I I hadn't even tuned in yet. Tuned in, I was like, Mason Cox is on, he's on one. Then, um. Fixed his erectile dysfunction, bro. Yeah. But uh, after that third goal, he fucking... What happened? He went missing. He got a handball. He got a handball. Good for him. Yep, got a handball. What's got the... Handball. What's the? Why is these fucking USA chants too? Can we stop it with that shit? That's whack. It's the land of the brave cocks. Because not... <laughs> brave cocks. Well, they have to be the land of the brave because soon Jordan Goey won't be free. <laughs> Uh, but now it's just turned into a bash. But like, come on, Kane Corns should just be sticking to his guns. Just fucking pay it out. They're making up the numbers. Fucking after they won, fucking Buckley hops onto the feet onto the ground and he's just like one, one of four, one of four. Like he's chanting, he's getting these railing these boys. He fuck, he fucked up. All right, he's meant to go one and out. One and zero, one and zero, bruh. One and fucking one and gone. One and one, one and one, one and one end, one on the other end. There's the losses. Fuck it. Yeah. 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 All right, man. I've got, a, up numbers. I've got a big, big ad here uh, to lead us into Duck Shack this week. Cut that. We've got you sorted for the second week of finals. Look no further than our absolute fucked prices. Nathan fuck you to That's amazing. That's fuck. That's 
some of the best odds I've heard all year. Yeah, I'll take that three dollar forty fucking Dustin Martin. Yeah, bet. man, can't bet. Yeah, yeah, who can't bet? New sponsor I mean, of the pod, can't bet. They're really hitting the market. I love it when these um new companies they come up with all these specials and shit, and they just suck you in. But I mean, fuck. I think they're. I think Cuntbet's really gonna get a hold of me. The fuck. Can, yeah, that's gonna get me. There's, there's some good exotics. There's some good exotics. You gotta give them that. Speaking of exotics. So uh, we got Duck Shack this week. Now um, we did end up. I did end up getting the transcript in from uh, KB. He sent me in another one. They're still trying to get this thing off the air. Look, spoiler alert. Doesn't look like Duck Shack's getting off the fucking ground this week as well. But persevere and shit. You know what I mean? Like push through. Maybe maybe we'll get one. But I can definitely read out this one. I really think it's a shame that this one's not come to air because um, Wayne Carey, he's a uh, he's. He got a big one this week. He got his former manager Ricky Nixon to come on. We're in the shack. Uh, Duck sits down, sets up the um, sets up the podcast equipment. They hit click record. Um, Ricky comes in. They shake hands, um, and then Duck says, "Duck starts it off." And so Duck starts with, "All right, welcome to Duck Shack, mate. Welcome to bloody Duck Shack." Like, how, how do you reckon it looks, Ricky? When Ricky Nixon says, "Oh, it looks pretty good. It looks, I like how you got the, uh, I like how you got the um, the school banners on there. That makes really makes me feel at home." And then um, Duck says, "Oh, Ricky, you always been one of them slippery gangsters, mate. <laughs> always ducking and diving, shucking and driving." And then Ricky says, "Oh yeah, oh, I love hanging out with you, with you, with you, with you, Wayne. You the duck, you the king of you, you. you I've always said you and Gary Ablett are the best players I, I ever, I've ever seen played against or managed. You, you, you two are two of a kind, two of a kind. You know, uh, Duck said. Then duck, Wayne says, um, oh, Ricky, you, you're too kind. You're too kind.'" Um, as my manager, I mean, fuck you. You were really you. You were fantastic. And Ricky then says, yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you, Duck. Oh, I really would love it if you could say that more, you know, because I'm really trying to clean my image up and I want to get back out there, you know. I really want to start managing clients again and stuff. Uh, you've seen the money that's been thrown around with these players like Stud and, and Danaher. Like, I could get that fucking lanky gimp and that fucking arrogant Arab a couple extra fucking grand, I reckon. I reckon I could really fucking, you know, like... I fucking market Adam Adam Sard as the arrogant Arab, and we and we do a bunch of shit with him and and Danaher. <laughs> I, I fucking make him like the Magnum PI of Brisbane or some shit. You know, I've got ideas, Wayne. I've got ideas. Uh, um, then Wayne Carey then says, "Oh, Ricky, you're the fucking genius. You're the smartest guy I've known. Trying to clean up your image. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look. I'm gonna go on the record here. He is my old manager. I never had a better agent manager in my life. I love Ricky." Yeah, when you're when you're a fucking thirty year old young buck, and there's a forty year old that's like, fuck it, let's do coke together. Nothing makes you feel warmer, you know. Nothing fucking gets your juices pumping harder, you know. Oh, wait, and if you could shut up about keep, yeah, I don't want to have everything. Don't worry, but, Ricky. This is the podcast where we clear names. 
you know, and when you clear names, you got to come forward with a bunch of shit, you know, sometimes. Remember when we got those underage Thai girls to peg us? That was some <laughs> of the best of my life, Ricky. And, and Ricky said, oh, wait, no, you said we were going to talk about something else. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of underage girls, remember that time um, that thing happened? Yes, Wayne. I didn't do it. Whoa. I never did it. It was a lie. I never did it. Sorry, Ricky, what are we talking about again? The the media and the Herald Sun when they said I slept with that girl. I never did it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't even... No, you called some chick a fat ugly slut or something this week. What'd you do that for? Oh, wait, one thing at a time, one thing at a time. What do you... What do you Ricky, um, Ricky, uh, they've got you on. Um, they're talking about you on on all the shows. They say you said it. Uh, did you say it? I didn't say it, Wayne. But the, there's a Facebook comment of you. You've commented it on Facebook. You sent it to her. You you said it. Nah, I didn't send it. Um, this underage title took my phone and, and commented it. <laughs> Sounds about right. Ricky Nixon, thank you for coming on the Duck Shack. Another, ma- another AFL personality who has cleared their name. Another Amazing. week in Duck Shack. We can't be your bald geriatric cunt. You're going to be able to get this one out of you. You're just, another, you're just as useless as Gary Lyon and Rance, those couple of boys. And that's what it cuts out. So, oh. um, yeah, I reckon that was it. That's interesting. The, the end of Duck Shack is really interesting because I got sent uh, this from a good friend of the show, Carl Stefanovic. Um, it is weird. You know, maybe I'm too old for him. Oh. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that I too was, much? I, I don't know. Yeah. I reckon it's all right. I reckon I it's all right. Um, I'm just going by the facts, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, just it's exactly. It's factual. Um, That's right. <laughs> Carl Stefanovic, body slam, Ricky Nixon on the Today Show. You, you cut out the, the cut out the top. The top has the part where they actually mention Ricky's name. You just fucking. <laughs> oh, I don't want the motorcycles coming to get me again, Alessio. I wouldn't want to say uh, anything down, bad down, about genius fucking on. Ricky Nixon. Oh, I'm so scared of Ricky. Yeah, look at it. people think I'm a genius. Like... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Chicken, chicken, chicken heads. Chicken, chicken. Nah, come on. Now, for people who don't know, because a lot of people wouldn't know, yeah. But on um, this week's Chicken Watch, um, you know how they're gonna get the the, the the AFL did the scat move where everybody should have told them that you're gonna get ridiculed, yeah. for saying Kevin dances to dance for free at the um at the AFL Grand Final, and I followed these like these, there was these two girls I um I grew up with. And then they're both commenting on fucking making Instagram stories the whole week. Yeah. I, I wasn't following this story, but they're making these Instagram stories being like, this is me getting paid to dance. You need to pay your dancers. I was just looking at them like, who the, like, who the fuck would pay? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. Paid for Alessio, I've, I've paid for some dancers in my time. He had a strip club. Fuck off. <laughs> Am I not paying dancers? Um, what was yeah, you're paying dancers. I'm saying I presume they're all like training at Juilliard, and that's they're, they're, it's very expensive. Yeah, well, fuck it. Just look up a yoga course on YouTube, and that'll teach you how to do the splits. That's pretty much what someone's paying for. Fucking, if you like, look, <laughs> if you want to get paid for dancing, 
You're dancing at the AFL post game, not during the game, all right? You want to make real money, you're dancing after the game. And the surrounding oh, venues and establishments, one in particular near fucking Punt Road might be able to sort you out there. You know, like that's what I'm trying to or say. Or the one next right? to the kebab saying, shop on the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. You're a kebab shop. The oh. Richmond players will pay for that too. Everything's hard. That's, that's what you King, King of segues we are. Uh, here's Caro Wilson. Oh, talking. wait, wait. Well, we still haven't even summed it up because that. Wait, I'll segue. I'll segue. I'll tie us in. I'm a genius. Okay. All right. Just to not, not let people in because I never got to the end of the fucking road there, which was that um, the AFL did the stump cunt move of saying, Will anybody be willing to dance at the AFL grand right. final for free? And then um, this uh, Western Australian comedian, uh, Eloise F. Toss, I think that's her name. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's. That's, yeah, it all very right. close. Bang! I'm, I'm a genius. Like I said, I'm a genius. Oh my god! And uh, then what she did was she made this video about being like, "Oh, it's me. I've just danced at the AFL Grand Final. Um, can I please?" Like, then that's how she's paying for everything. She's fluctuating that as like her currency now. The weight and fame that she's gotten from fucking dancing the AFL Grand Final because it's such an honor. That was the whole gag. And um, Ricky Nixon comments. Under that, just that video that is just making a plain joke. There's nothing else going on with it. He commented for some reason, fat, ugly, slut. Just for no, no reason. reason. Just comments it. And it's like, just in this moment of just like, oh, I, I was honestly just in awe when I saw it. It's like, why? Yeah. Why are you a dumb cunt? Like, how did you fucking, how were you like the fucking millionaire mogul of the fucking AFL when you were clearly fucking stupid? You were the dumbest cunt. <laughs> and if you want to abuse him in person, you can find him on Facebook and he'll be live streaming the St. Kilda game this weekend. <laughs> Tell him Joel and Alessio sent you. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, in poor taste. So, Let's talk about Caro. Yep. Yeah. Is it at a network where Daisy Pierce has become one of the best special commentators in the country? Hang on. She's one of the shittest fucking comments. You're going to call her a special commentator? That's using special as a derogatory term for fucking very, very dumb. And that's very <laughs> difficult for Caro to say. Is special commentator is a motherfucker with someone with braces. So for her to even call her a special commentator is a high enough honor. Special, yeah, special with in inverted commas. She's not that good. Anyway, it gets worse. No. And the face? No, 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 You got to put, I got an issue with that. I got an issue with the fact that you said she's not that good. No, she's not good. She's shit. She's trash. Every, and that's the, like, look, that's a bit, look, there's only one person that's worse than her commentating, and that's Joe Watson. And they're both <laughs> on the same team on the same <laughs> night. It makes me want to rip my eardrums off because I know I haven't got the wherewithal to fucking pause the fucking game and then tear up with the fucking radio commentaries. I got to pause that too. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not 70 years old yet. All right. I'm not <laughs> at that stage. I'm listening to it on One the wireless. <laughs> what do you mean they put a woman on the television and put the fucking wireless on? I want to hear Rex Hunt say, yibbity, yibbity, fucking give it a, give it a. I don't know. Um, yibbity, yibbity, give it a, give it a. Someone's black as a sheep guts. Oh, wait, am I in trouble again? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> of footy news is Jackie Felgate that we have to put up with rubbish like this. 
And X, isn't your much, much, much better half expecting? Yes, at the end of the month. So I've scheduled that in for uh, Derby Day. So I'll be watching the races <laughs> while she gets to work. <laughs> Enough of the boys' club, lads. Yeah, it's, it's pretty toxic for fucking Friday night football. Ah, yeah, well, she shits out a baby. I'm going to fucking watch Oaks Day. Like, My only issue with that is the fucking the collective of cunts on that panel that treat racing like it's an actual sport. Yeah. And instead of it being just a fucking avenue to gamble during a fucking couple of dry months of sport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> fucking hell. Because they'll be all dirty because the footy players usually get all invited to fucking all the spring carnival shit and that won't be happening this year. No fucking Emirates yep. tent for the you, spring can't. carnival is the toxic part. Yeah, Not it is. Le leaving the fucking chick to have push out a baby. Yeah, I mean, because I that's the Look, that's the reverse. Because the Saint, the, isn't there a Saints player who's not going to play because he's waiting for his third kid? Yeah, yeah, fuck with. Yeah, fuck with, because bitch. that's the third one. Like, I've got three kids. Getting, if I had a chance to play in a final, I, fucking play the final, bro. Get a videotape. Yeah, I don't know. Look, Get her mum to go. I don't know, something. I hope that babe. I hope that baby's a boy because then at least in 18 years or 10 years, maybe it won't take 10 years, that kid will call its dad a pussy. Just being like, so you didn't play in a in a, in a a semi because you wanted to see mum push me out. Don't you but, think I would have rather really? been able to tell my dad played in a semi-final than my dad was at my birth? I'd much rather say that yeah. my fucking dad was a finals player, you cunt. Thanks, dad. <laughs> You fucking ruined my whole life. Now you're just a fucking could have been, you fucking asshole. St. Kilda's never going to get back to the fucking thing. And because of father-son rule, I have to play for the fucking pricks too. This is bullshit, Dad. You ruined my life. I'm moving in with Gary Lyon, Dad. Fuck you. Me and Billy's kids, we're all going to have a good time together. Me and Gary and, and Wayne, who's in the garage, chained to a radiator, apparently. It's all better. I'm doing that. Ruin my life. Why'd you come to my birth, you fucking cunt? Yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think that's measured. And like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell if I'm we're being a little overzealous, but uh, final statement on the Caro thing. Channel Seven, either burn it to the ground, yeah, or go in harder with that because when you watch Fox Footy, they know how to run a football network. All they right? do. It's just yeah, but big boys, big boys, big boys. Tom Lynch fucking shoves someone's head into the dirt. That's just a fucking bit of an ear massage, back to the head massage, you know. Yeah. And you go, you pay good money for that in Thailand. Exactly. You pay good money for that in Sydney Road. Fucking that's how you, that's what you want. That's what they fucking, that's, and then if they got a chick, she'll get replaced the next year by another chick with bigger tits. That's what I want from my footy network, all right? That's how you run a good one. Because they're killing it in comparison to Channel 7. So you know what? Double, triple down on the sexism, Channel 7. You want to reclaim any dignity out of fucking knowing how to fucking broadcast football cunt. <laughs> okay. Before we get to the finals predictions for the week, uh, we'll play some sad music. For Goes out to all the people that don't have teams in the finals. Players that are retiring. Hey, hey, moving clubs. West Coast fans. West Coast fans. Doggies fans. Na, 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 na. St. Kilda fans. Adelaide fans. You haven't got the balls to say Collingwood fans yet? No. Nah. Or Richmond. 
<laughs> but, oh, actually, breaking fucking news. AFL app lit up on my phone while uh, Duck Shack was on, and a miracle has happened. It pops up on my phone. Travis Barco's devastated that he wasn't selected to play against the Cats. Fuck yes. No extra long player in the in the team. Varco would have played out of his skin. Fuck, I hope he's not an emergency. Hey, so when you would like when you watch that um Geelong game, back to the Geelong thing, before oh. we get onto the um Next, the this, farewells. This week, yes. Let's get another one. Um so when you were watching the when you watch the Geelong game, yes. you must have you might have been thinking it. And then when you were watching the West Coast game, you definitely would have doubled up on that thought. Like if Tim Kelly stayed, you'd probably win the flag, wouldn't you? Oh, bro. You know? I fucking hate you. I hate you so much. You know, and you know what's funny? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? How you feel now must be what it would have felt like to be a Crow supporter in 2017. Right. You know, because if you had that one type of special player <laughs> and if you stayed that one extra yeah. special year, yeah. then he might have actually been able to lead the club to a premiership. It's funny how, like, there's, like, a karmic system that works in play in football sometimes. You know, they, I don't think there's, like, and there's the mm-hmm. AFL gods. I think there's more of an mm-hmm. AFL Buddha. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, 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 Tim. Hey. I miss you, Tim. Goodbye. Just had to stay one more year, Tim. Nah, nah, nah. Just one more nah. year, Timmy. Come nah, back, nah, Timmy. Nah, nah. Hey, hey, Fuck this shit. Stupid. Fuck it. All Tim right. Kelly. So we got the, um, the sep- teams that are out. The teams that are out. So we got the um, West Coast Eagles. Any, uh, any, any things that we should say? Anything to tap into the West Coast road? Nah, look, I think they thought they were going to fucking win last week too. <laughs> they probably were just half-assed it during the week. They were just like, yeah. do we even need to train this week? Nah. Make the most of it. we got to go back to... Oh, go they've been in fucking... Day. They've I mean, been in caravans and quarantine and all this shit. <laughs> oh, we've been, fuck it. We'll kill them. Nope. No yeah. one saw that one coming. They thought the... They thought the they thought Collingwood were gonna be like factory fucking made chickens. Yep. <laughs> They've been fucking crammed into these little spaces. Like they're gonna be cooked. But it turned out that the Eagles were the cooked bird that we were gonna be serving at the yep, roast. That's right. The West Coast roast. We're down a bird. <laughs> uh the they the fucking... uh the doggies who Jared Waitley says uh, is a thousand piece puzzle missing about two hundred and fifty pieces. <laughs> 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 That's what pissed Tony Liberatore <laughs> off so much. Fucking, <laughs> uh, look, the, the Bulldogs, I fucking love it. Because they, look, they aren't even, they shouldn't even be called the Bulldogs anymore. Because Bulldogs are like a special breed, aren't they? Doesn't it cost like a grand to get one of them fucking things that just look like they're fucking struggling to breathe? Yeah. Like they're not a cheap, no. yeah. Yeah, they can no, fucking make them the Western, Western, Western Mutts or something like that. Yeah, they, they can't. something that's more fucking. breathe. Like. They meant something that's more fucking like um, representative of the breed of people that live out in that suburb, those yeah. suburbs, man. Well, you know what? It is actually good news. The Bulldogs getting kicked out of the finals is good news for the residents of Footscray because Witten, Ope- Witten Oval is now reopened to the public, so you can go there for a kick. <laughs> oh, wait, because the, the, doors, the doors are closing in in that fucking club because that, at some point they're going to have to accept that beverage isn't that good of a coach. No. Because fuck it. Never top finish top. Never finish top four. 
I mean, say what you want. Finishing top four is harder than fucking. Okay, that's a bit. That's a bit of an overstatement. But come on. Hey. Yeah, I know what you're you gonna say too. Top four. But I, I almost agree with hey. you. I know what you're gonna say, and I almost agree with you. It's yeah. Well, it, look, yeah. There's there are two things that I reckon mark if you're a good side: top four and winning the prelim. Yeah. Win that grand final from the outside. Yeah, that's like, like magical. But like it's. It's like it's not the. I'd argue prelims are fucking harder to win grand than grand finals. Yeah, and they won one of those when they barely won. I mean, yeah. come on, like they got the. I just think that it like doors are coming in. They're not that good. They're fucking gonna have to accept that at some point that fucking Bontempelli isn't the best player in the comp that no. they all thought he was at the start of the season. That's kind of been proven. And then fucking Caleb Daniel is too short to win a second flag, all right? And that guy's winning your sec- best and fairest at 174 centimetres. Fucking kick the cunt out. Oh, we got a message that came in. Fuck Ben Brown, the dodgy cunt. Look, no one gives a fuck about North Melbourne. <laughs> fuck off. Oh, hang on. <laughs> this one's for... Sure, all the shin boners down there. Arden Street. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. On your way to Tasmania. Oh, no, no, no. sure the guy who can't even get his 35-year-old delisted brother to come play with him at fucking North Melbourne. That's the one. Oh, that uh, guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's a fucking shit coach. He should be sacked too. <laughs> Sack them all. So, final predictions. Okay, so look, before we start, I want to ask you this question. Out of the two teams that have to go win it the long way, right? If you had to choose, out of Geelong and Richmond, who do you think could win it the long way? I think both could. I'm like, I look, I'm like, Brisbane's in a prelim. Pretty sick. But yeah. I'd rather play Collingwood. I'd rather kind of get the miracle win and then yeah. they just choke. They'll have to be bashed. I'm hoping that fucking Collingwood... That would be the small mercy for, for Geelong losing was that Brisbane then fuck them and I get to... Uh, you know, I can barrack for Brisbane for a week. But, like, look, I think as a Brisbane fan, I'm just hoping that fucking Collingwood and fucking Geelong just bash each other senseless. Just absolutely fuck each other in the brains. Well, Geelong's already half, like I said, up. fucking... Paddy Dangerfield's got a massive contusion on his head with like seven stitches in it. Joel Selwood's literally <laughs> just going to have a fucking oven mitt taped to his fucking hand by the sounds of things. They said, what was the quote yeah, today? So He'd have to have a broken yeah, leg so not many... to play. Like, yeah, but so many, <laughs> but so many cats were asleep that they oh. fucking you got so many did nothing. Can't be sore. Tom Gary can't be sore. Chris Scott's Bradley foot be better sore. be three inches up. Fucking Tom Hawkins. Wrecked them like, yeah. Oh, fucking, yeah. yeah I, don't know. I think that, uh, I think that both teams can do it. I honestly think that, um, Geelong's got Geelong's actually got to play this week. I don't think Richmond does. Richmond's lost like three. St. Kilda's lost three fucking cunts. I'll be surprised if the fucking team rocks up at this stage. Like, they're only souring what would be a great year by rocking up on the weekend. If they just <laughs> did like a oh. We were all in a bus crash. Um, <laughs> no one died, but uh, we can't go to play today. Then if fucking, you know, I think that's the better, I think that's the best thing they can ask for. I think, that, I think that's what fucking Sakilda should do because I think Richmond are just going to fucking 
Richmond's gonna fucking do what they do in in the what do you call it locker room to Richmond, which is grab them all by the dicks and fuck them. That's what they're gonna fucking do. To fucking <laughs> <sex> <laughs> and yeah. then fucking Nick Raybould's gonna be yelling over the fucking stands, Jack, stop, stop! This isn't this isn't um, fucking Mad Monday yet. No, you don't do this. We don't do that at St Kilda during the season. We do it in the fucking post. We do it in the post. No, the, the, what are you doing, Jack? But uh, I think um, I think Richmond have the harder fucking prelim. Yes, I agree. I think Richmond have a harder prelim than um than Cats because Cats fucking Cats beat Brisbane during the year when Brisbane beaten Geelong. In every Brisbane Geelong game, when Brisbane wins, is like some giant epic that comes along once every fucking half a decade, and yeah. then it gets labelled a miracle on grass. So now we get like I don't know. Like, yeah, a, I don't know. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm back in the Cats this week, uh, and I think yeah, Richmond will will beat St Kilda. I'm back in the Cats. Yeah, cool. I'm back in the Cats. I think Cats are gonna. I think Cats are gonna fucking beat Collingwood. I can't fucking Cats. handle that straight says shit for another fucking year. I really can't. I just, I can't. And I've just let everybody know it gets to me bad. as well. Going so that's good. It's not that bad, bro. Yeah, at least we were fucking there. It's, it's not at least we were there. Yeah. That's the way to, that's the way to do it. Give yourself a fucking. An out. Happy to be here, medal. Yeah. Where's my badge? Give <laughs> me a little Joel Sowood card. I'm happy. All but right. How many so, times yeah. have you gone full sets in like straight sets in memory? In like recent memory? Has it happened? Three. I thought you always win the second. I thought you always win the second. Sometimes. So you always. You will. Oh, oh, shit. All right. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Happened last year. Suck. Happened last I, I year. Yeah. Wish <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just. I, I, I remember a lot of losing finals in the last few years that I went to. Yeah. You would. You would, Yeah. You would. You would have that. You would have that. Are you, wait. If they lose, are you suck the coach? No. Or are you are you standing by a Scotty? Standing um, by Scotty. Stand by Scotty, man. Um, best like home and away record. I mean, yeah, I know that doesn't win you premierships, but fuck, like it gets you to the dance. I reckon if they because what do you call it? There's the if if uh what do you call it? Coaches till fucking Hawkins retires, then you sack. Yes, I think he should like leave with a legend or legends. You know. So yeah. you know, yeah. What if yeah. he if he wins if he wins a flag with Hawkins and um, Dangerfield and Co. Like doesn't let's say he doesn't win this year, but he wins next year. Do you, does he stay on then? Yeah, who knows? Well, that's the thing. Like if he if they win it this year, because um, it's going to be a rebuild. Junior, there's a relief. rebuild coming. But I reckon if we don't if we, if we don't make it, I reckon Junior will play another year. Yeah, because he hasn't actually publicly said it yet. But no, like, he's, he's like skirted around it a few times, but he's never fucking yeah. said this is it. He'll say it after we after one way or the other. We'll know uh, once yeah, Geelong's he, out of the finals. He'll go. He'll either announce it straight like, away. On. He or, needs to grab a get a pair of balls like an old man. Like what do you call it? He he refuses to even say that it's the fucking end of his career. Where his old man is out there going, it's the end of times. Yeah, raptures upon us. <laughs> yeah, he should get like that. He should get another play. He should get in the in Pendlebury's head and stop. He should saying he should Bible scriptures and shit to him. Legs. Yeah. Get those stone cold Steve Austin knee braces on him and just fucking send him out. Yeah, cool. All right, it's been a, a, a good episode um, of I Kick That. That's a fucking solid hour, bro. All right.
chicken, chicken. So not many of you cunts know who fucking Chris Fagan is, alright? Well, he's the fucking head of Faganism, brother. Faganism is the new religion of sweeping the AFL, and Fagan we trust. This guy is the goat of man management. He's taking every cunt and he's fucking making him into a star. He's getting Joe Danaher. He looked at his leg and went, it's fucking busted. You're fucking, like, inspector gadget without the gadget right now. But I'm going to fucking make you into an A-plus footy player. And fucking Danaher said, I believe in you, cunt. And fucking, you got fucking Hugh McCluggish. No one even knows the fucking he is, but he's a fucking gun. He's going to fucking smash it, bro. Then you got fucking Cam Rayner, fucking number one draft pick. He never gets called the number one draft pick because he went to Brisbane, so no one's going to remember that he was a number one draft But he was throwing Trent Conchin into the ground. At 20 years of age, he's throwing him into the ground being like, you're a fucking pussy. Get the fuck up, you fake Brownlow medalist. That's what he was saying. I can't prove he was saying it, but he was saying it. And fucking Charlie Cameron, oh, he kicks three of the best goal I've ever Fucking scene, bloody legend. You got Dane Zorko. Wow. What an absolute legend. What an absolute captain of Australia that man is. And you got Mitch Robinson. Oh, he might not have done much, but he did a lot for me. Oh, this is the greatest three goal and tightest and closest three goal win ever. There was almost a turnover if the fucking, you know, the arc hadn't saved Brisbane. But it was a bloody win that was never in doubt. It was in doubt, but it was never in doubt because we bloody got faith in paganism, the head of the church. And, oh, the church of who's playing now. And I reckon that was Brisbane's grand final. I reckon Brisbane for a fucking American pie at Brisbane's going to be Jason Biggs <laughs> and Prelim is going to be that Czechoslovakian girl. But it was what a win it was. Oh, what a win it was. Put some respect on the battle pot line. Oh, yeah, what a bloody win. And if we have to play fucking Richmond with actually two tall forwards, we're probably fucked. So I'm really hoping Port Adelaide fucking beats them if we beat whoever comes out of Cats and Pies. But what a win it was. Oh, what a bloody win. Oh, thank you for listening. I had to kick that. Oh, this was the... I just need to get that off my chest in a suitable setting. Um, see you later. See guys. you next week, guys. Thank <laughs> you.